0: So I've done a couple of episodes on debunking some common health and fitness myths. They're some of my favorite episodes. I really love taking these beliefs that people have and just tearing them apart and showing them the truth and hopefully move them onto something much better and will be much more supportive of their health and wellness journey. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people also have certain beliefs around nutrition, not necessarily myths, but things that they were told or things that they were kind of made to believe and they've held on to tightly as they've grown older and older and it's just not serving them. So today I want to go through three nutrition beliefs that you need to let go of and how they'll benefit your health and wellness in the long term. Number one, I thought I deserved the treat for staying on my plan. How many times have you said that one to yourself before? This is not uncommon at all. It's actually quite common for people that I'm working with currently, and I'm always really keen to question them on that. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't treat ourselves from time to time. I'm not saying that we should be super strict and rigid within our approach, but I've mentioned before that I don't think a productive route forward when you're on, let's say, a weight loss journey is to do something that's actually counterproductive to it as a bit of a treat right so the first thing I look at is okay you might feel that you deserve a treat and I don't mind that although I'm going to be honest I have a bit of an issue with that terminology as well the idea of deserving is a bit of a strange one to me as well why do we have to wait until we deserve a treat and also if I asked you a question this is quite a unusual one to consider if I wasn't referring to anyone particular and I said hey I'm going to get them a treat because they've been good who would you assume that would be I would almost assume that you're talking to maybe your pet dog or something, not a human being. So I find this quite unusual and I get the sentiment behind it, but I don't think that we need to deserve these things. I don't think we have to treat ourselves for doing things that actually serve us, right? Realistically, we can celebrate our achievements and that's maybe a better terminology saying, not that I thought I deserved it, just saying, well, I've worked towards this milestone and I wanted to celebrate it with something special. I think that's a little bit better than saying that you deserve it. Of the tree. And then the next aspect is that I thought, I don't mind once again, if we've made a mark in the calendar, right? It's a special occasion or we've hit that milestone on our journey. But if you just kind of go out and you're like, oh, you know what? It's been two weeks. I've been on plan. You know, I deserve this. I think I deserve this. I'm not sure about that either because it sounds like self-justification. If you say, I've got this goal coming up in the next couple of months or something, and then you're like on this deadline, I'm aiming to achieve it. Or it's not even like an outcome-based goal but a process-based goal. I'm looking to be consistent with my training sessions all the way up until here. And then you celebrate as planned. Totally makes sense. But if you make that decision in the moment because of foods in front of you, the drinks are flowing and you say, ah, you know what, I deserve this. I don't think it ends well, to be completely honest. So you might be thinking, well, Elliot, what do you suggest instead? And I don't think that we should take food off the table, but I think we should reserve it for special occasions. And once again, if we are looking towards a weight loss journey, is then going out for a pizza and ice cream the wise move when it's actually gonna set you back maybe a kilo or two in the the short term with the weight fluctuations? Maybe you say, actually, I'm gonna book myself and my husband or wife a spa day, and that's gonna be our way to do it. Or maybe we're gonna go out together, but we're not going to go for crazy foods. We're just going to lean on the fact that someone's going to be preparing good, healthy food for us. So food can still be on the table once again, or you go shopping or you take yourself to a museum. I really do think that we rely a little bit too much on food to mark all of our celebrations when we could probably be doing something a lot more rewarding. Recently, I'm going to be honest, I bought myself a bag and a pair of shoes for achieving a goal that I wanted to. Could have I taken myself out for a meal and popped a bottle of champagne? Maybe it wasn't that type of occasion, but I definitely could have done. However, You know what's more rewarding for me? Not one night of eating a certain amount of food. But every time I put those shoes on, every time I put that bag on my shoulder, that's a consistent reminder of my achievement. And it lasts far longer than just a meal out does. So that's number one. Number two is that I'm going to the gym or I'm going to do some cardio to burn off the food that I just ate. So I understand and I really get the sentiments of all of these statements but this one specifically does end up creating a bit of an unhealthy relationship with food and exercise because what it's inherently saying is that it doesn't matter what I eat because I can burn it off later and it's almost thinking in the sense of okay well food is just there for me to just exercise off and that's not the nature of what food's there for. Food is to fuel our body. Food is to bring us some joy and happiness at times, but ultimately it is about just providing good nutrients to our system along with providing that little bit of enjoyment as well. And cardio is there to support your cardiovascular system, is to make you healthier, is to make you stronger. Whereas if we start to think, okay, well, just cardio is a mechanism to burn off my food. It's not necessarily untrue, but it's just not a healthy way to think about those two things when they do far more. So if you catch yourself saying, oh, I'm just going to go have a run to burn off my dinner or i'm gonna go for a walk just to get some calories off that i overconsumed at lunch i would stop myself in my tracks and try and reframe that in a much more healthier way i've seen eating disorders be developed before and this is one of those types of things that starts with an innocent sentiment but can develop into something a bit more sinister down the line so just be mindful of your terminology if you find yourself using that phrase quite frequently the final one i've got here is that chocolate and pizza is bad for me Chicken and broccoli is good for me. We touched on this in episodes before and I remember a guest saying that food is contextually optimal and contextually suboptimal. If you take a overweight person and they are having donuts for breakfast every morning, then that's contextually suboptimal for that individual. Whereas if someone is underweight and they have fear around certain foods, then them eating a donut for the first time after a long while is actually contextually optimal. So if we start to brand certain Certain foods as bad for me and good for me, then we're likely going to have feelings of shame and guilt when we have the foods that are bad for us. And again, pizza, donuts, all these foods that people would typically say are bad for us are not bad as long as they are within reason. And I did an episode the other day on five signs that you have a healthy relationship with food. And if you are still branding food as good and bad, it's probably going to lend to not having the healthiest relationship with food because of all those foods you put on your bad list, at some point in your life you're probably going to consume them. And if you already think they're bad before you've even eaten them, you're probably not going to feel that great when you eat them and you are going to have those feelings of guilt and shame around food which doesn't lend to a healthy relationship with food and doesn't lend well to health full stop from a long-term perspective as well. So those are three nutrition beliefs that I would encourage you to let go of and reframe. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you're able to relate to some of that and I look forward to speaking with you all tomorrow.